0: cryptonomics crypto talk radio site is cryptotalkradio.net back for another wonderful episode of the show and a lot's happening i have some updates and as i promised you today's episode is primarily going to focus on those updates less so on cryptocurrency in general there will be some of that but i have some information to share with you for those that are new i appreciate you signing up and hopefully you'll enjoy what you hear You're joining at a very signature moment. There's a lot of things happening, and I want to go over those first. Let me get the particulars out of the way. Cryptotalkradio.net is the site. Please do check that out, and if you have friends or family that you think would benefit from the information we share, please do share it to them. Anybody who can join that we want along on the journey, we want them along. We want to try to help as many people as we can with just information, neutrality, And good coverage. We think it's good coverage, but we want to hear from you too. So when you go to cryptotalkradio.net, please do. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, feedback, fill out the form. I actually just got one. We're going to cover that one here momentarily. And if you are in crypto projects or you are curious about crypto projects, let them know if they want the smoke and they're willing to come on the show and talk to us. We'd love to talk to them because our goal is to try to help cryptos succeed. That are serious about wanting to succeed. We see too many cryptocurrencies going after shillers. We want to try to stop that. We want them to go after neutral platforms. We want them to go after platforms that are there to help them. But they got to let the ego go. Go on to step out of your comfort zone. Go on to someone else's show outside of your telescam. Go on to someone else's show where you can't control the narrative. Where you can't control the questions. Where you can't ban. Where you can't mute. And face the smoke. Because the ones that are willing to step up and face the smoke, those are the ones that are going to succeed. We all know that. So, friends, family, projects, send them to CryptoTalkRadio.net. We got a little bit of something for everybody. And we're worldwide. We're on every single major podcast platform at this point. The show has grown by leaps and bounds. And we're very proud to provide the coverage that we do. Now, let me give some internal updates and then we'll get to our feedback that I just received that I mentioned, and then we'll get to a little bit of updates about what's happened with the podcast, because today is going to pretty much be around what you need to know leading into April. So the big thing, the big top, top news I mentioned, and for those that are new, this is the first time you're hearing it, but I mentioned podcast is going to be moving to a new host that is going to be happening this weekend. We are a go to make that move happen. I know all the nuts and bolts of how to make that happen successfully. And all the work that's gonna take to make all the changes. There's a lot to it, but I'm pretty sure I can cover it by just making sure that the host gets over successfully. That's a pretty painless process. Then I need to update, of course, iTunes and Spotify. I don't necessarily have to do it immediately, but I found in my testing that doing so first rather than later gives a cleaner process to you guys. I wanna make sure you get the newest episodes, I wanna make sure you get the new branding, I wanna make sure you get the new experience. You'll get the audio regardless. Guaranteed. I've already tested that with Gentleman's World, which is our sister podcast at casualtalkradio.net. So since I've gone through the processes with that one and it came out very successful, now it's time to go ahead and move Crypto Talk Radio over to its new home. And from there, it's going to give us pretty good exposure. They've done a really good job, that host, in helping Gentleman's World get more organic exposure. That's what I want for the show for you guys because the more people that we get subscribing and listening, the better off we all are because we want to spread good messaging. We don't want people listening to shillers. So that's going to happen this weekend. And again, we're not recording basic cryptonomics again until Tuesday, which is the fifth. So that gives me the time I need to go ahead and do the move. Once again, it'll be transparent to you. You'll not be interrupted. As you listen, everything will be redirected automatically. You don't have to make any changes if you're already subscribed through your application of choice. There are a select few of you that are subscribed through the current host, which is Substack. Nothing wrong with that. However, there's something you need to be aware of. In our last minutes, we ran into a couple of issues with the subscription on the Substack side. This doesn't affect you if you're going through iTunes or Spotify or Google or Audible. It's only if you're going through the host Substack. So you would basically be on your computer you would have clicked on a link that says subscribe and then it sends you emails every day when I post a new episode, that's how you know it's Substack. Those, I'm gonna try to get the list and move it to the new subscription so you still get the emails. You'll get the new audio available and there's a new site that's available and you'll be able to get to it at CryptoTalkRadio.net. The challenge is, the new host doesn't offer the same free subscription that Substack offers today and I can't make Substack notify you Because it's not going to know about the new episodes because they're not going to be hosted there. So I have a a workaround. It's a different subscription tool that you'll be able to subscribe to from CryptoTalkRadio.net. If you're not already subscribed, it'll be a form and you can fill it out. If you already subscribed on Substack, the plan was to move your existing email address over to the new tool. And then you would start getting the messages just like you did before. They look different. It's a little bit more streamlined. I think cleaner but it would functionally work the same. Would come from, in this case, the smoke at cryptotalkradio.net, which is our email address. We ran into a couple of snags at the last minute. They have to do with the plan. I can solve it pretty easy, but I'm trying to force the provider not to force me to go that way. If it turns out I have to do it, no problem. I'll go ahead and do it. But it just means that I'll have to make a couple changes. I'll be working on that one today and tomorrow. I'm waiting to hear back from them because I should have four more days to of the free plan so I can get the kinks worked out, make sure it's doing what I want it to do, do a couple more test passes, then I just need to change the plan and then we're off to the races. Then I'll move the subscription over starting with the Tuesday episode. Again, this is only if you're subscribed through Substack, which is the host website. Do you need to be concerned with any of that? Regardless of how you go, the audio will always be available to you through if you're on your application, iTunes or Spotify, you're going to get the audio just the same, including new episodes. When the new site comes out, it will have an RSS feed. If you don't know how RSS works, RSS is a way that you can quote, subscribe to updates and you can do it on your browser. So one thing I am going to do, if this doesn't, regardless of whether it does or doesn't, but just as kind of a plan B is I'll provide, I'm going to update the site, all of our sites to give you a way that you can create your own subscription on your browser for the different updates. There's no cost to you to do that, you just have to know how to do it, they don't really tell you. That'll let you get the updates, so when you open your browser, it'll give you a little alert telling you a new episode is there. So for those that prefer to be on their computer listening to episodes, as you've done on Substack, this would be your other way that you can subscribe, and I'm still gonna work on the email outlet so you have that as well. But I also wanted to make sure you have since you're in the browser anyway, a way that you can get alerts on these new episodes in the browser, I'll provide that instruction set just like I did with the closed captioning. And that'll be an option you can avail yourself of should you choose to. Once again, cryptotalkradio.net is the site. And let's go ahead and get into today's episode. I pretty much covered the vast majority around the move. The, I guess the summation of all this is if you're pulling your audio into your app on your phone or your tablet, you're good to go. You don't need to change anything. If you're going through iTunes or Apple Podcasts, you're good to go. You don't need to change anything. If you're going through Spotify, don't need to change anything. Everything should be identically, transparent, the same. The only change is if you're going subscribe to Substack. And the only reason that you would have done that is because you listen on the computer and I will work to get the replacement email function in place, ready to go for Tuesday. But I'll also provide the instructions on how you can subscribe to the RSS on your browser so you can get alerts in the browser when new episodes are released from the new host. And then regardless, you'll get the new updated audio. So trust me when I say you're in good hands because I'm highly credentialed in technology and I always have plans A, B and C and D ready to go whenever I'm doing any sort of major move. And this is a project because. Basic Cryptonomics, for those that don't know, has a lot of episodes. I did a lot of recording to get to this point, mostly because I just needed content, but also because of practice, refining the craft, and as a result, it's now going to be a pain to move to this new host, but it's a necessary move. I could leave it where it is, but I want to give you the best quality I can, and I think I've hit that glass ceiling with the current host, and what I'm seeing with Gentleman's World, Casual Talk Radio, is that the new host is significantly much more streamlined in how I can publish and how I can make updates updates happen faster. Everything is just more smooth. Plus it enables me to position for the may updates that are going to be coming. So March was to complete the brand and change everything and get everything updated as well as complete the move, which I'm going to be working on. And then April was to position for subscription models and everything else. This brings me then to may. Now that I've got the brand figured out, now that I've got the move and everything all sorted, now that I've got the subscription and everything all sorted, now that I've got everything all taken care of, I wanna just briefly give you some teasers about what's possibly to come. And again, there's no commitments here, so don't hold me to anything. I'm just letting you know what's possible. There are a couple of projects I plan to do. Whether I'm successful or not is still up in the air, but as far as I can tell, I should be able to pull them off. Whether I can do them in May, is still up in the air, I plan to start them in May. So I may be kind of trickling them out. The first I thought about was a faucet. For those that don't know what a faucet is, one of the big problems for people trying to get into cryptocurrency, or if you're trying to get into one of the new networks that's out there, is the availability of the gas that's necessary to just start the transaction, just to get into the thing. So maybe you're trying to get into the phantom network for the first time. You have to get the phantom token. Now, with the phantom token, you can buy that from like Coinbase, for example. With Polygon Matic, you can't buy the actual Matic token. It's the Ethereum version of it. With Tron, Tron is really difficult to get your hands on unless you go through an exchange, so on and such. So let's say there's a new token and you want to invest in it and you're trying to get just that first amount of gas so that you can buy into it. It's hard to do it because you can't get that first bit of gas. There's no tool to easily do it unless you just buy it from the exchange, which you could do, but then certain exchanges carry certain tokens and certain ones don't. And it's kind of this chaotic thing. My thought was, well, what if I create a faucet that is tied to a subscription, meaning that it's gated, you have to have a subscription and with the subscription, you get access to these faucets. So if you ever needed the gas, you could go and take advantage of the faucet one time per two weeks or something. Haven't thought any of that out, but that would allow people to go to one place and as part of their subscription, which I think would pay itself forward, you're getting access to this gas available in one situation. Another thing I thought about, which I haven't confirmed this one yet, but one thing I thought about was for those that decide to support the show, whether that's through the supporter function, which is not on basic cryptonomics on crypto talk radio, but it will be on the new host it has a supporter function where you can be a supporter and as a supporter you can pay a little bit per month because you appreciate the the airing and the programming and i thought about for people that support the show making certain other features available to them like just airdrops of tokens and then we would i would create something that allows you to vote on which tokens would be included in the airdrop and kind of make it a community aspect i thought about something like that i thought about creating a token itself there's a lot more to that though i can say i'd like to do it but it's it, there's more to it than just saying it could i do it yes but managing it after it launches is almost a full-time job in and of itself there's a lot that goes into it and there's a lot of management and administration and i'm just one man i'm a one-man band Heath slater so i've got to think about if i do that yes i'd like to is the short answer however what does that look like what does that mean What's the mechanics? I can tell you this much. If I do create such a thing, it's certainly not going to be in the first half of the year. It would be something in the latter half of the year. And there are other things in my personal that need to get sorted out. So I don't have to think about them, get those filed away, sorted away. Then I would focus and think about that one. The only reason I say latter half of the year is because the other thing that would open the door to do that would be certain of the projects I'm invested in. If they take off like I expect them to, They would open up enough funding that I could then provide at least to get the get it off the ground because I can always do the contract. That's easy. I can get it on the blockchains. That is that's easy. I can get it to where it's, you know, probably do an ITO or something. That's easy. The question is after that. Right. How do I manage it? How do I make sure it's healthy? Any changes I need to do watching out for bots? There's a lot to it. And plus, there's some ambitious things I want to do that I, I don't have the knowledge to do right now, so I would want a crash course on how to do those things. Long term, I would want to work with somebody who could then do the development work, but then I have to do the code review. So no matter what, I need to learn how some those advanced functions that I want work, so I could do it myself, that way I can do my own self audit. Long term, we have to think about if I release it, then I, there's a lot I have to think about as far as audit, external audit, certic et cetera, marketing, outreach social media. It's a, it's a huge undertaking. So that's, but it's on my list of something to consider. And if I did something like that, that would be another airdrop opportunity, right? I could airdrop to people that are supporters of the show. So you are helping keep the show running by way of the token being participants in the token for those that want to, they could purchase the token and then become supporters that way, or they could become supporters and get airdrops that way. Something else I thought about. Another thing I thought about would be, and this will be a thing, I can guarantee this one, just don't know when. For the supporters, giving them access to video when we have guests on the show. We have two, or actually three already. We have the Dior token, who was our first guest that we ever had. We have Josh Segala, second guest, and then we have Bleeves, third guest. And we have the video, I'm pretty sure I have video of all three of those, where these would be available to supporters who want that for whatever reason course the video is a different experience it's not as i would say it's not as slick as the audio however some people just are video people yes i would make that available and then going forward for other tokens that would actually want the smoke then that would be available to them or to the subscribers rather we just have to get to that point so it's a lot right but notice none of those affect your experience today none of those affect the ability to listen to the podcast audio none of those affect the ability to get to youtube None of those affect the experience that you already are accustomed to. The design that I want is to not disrupt what you have, but to instead improve it, make it better, give you more value. That's why it's going to take a lot of planning and time. And I'm not thinking that far out yet. Honestly, it's just kind of ideas on a board. What I'm thinking about right now is to simply improve the audio of the podcast, improve the cadence, which we fixed the schedule. We have a better schedule now. Improve YouTube. We've got YouTube growing by leaps and bounds at this point get better about our coverages, create the the smoke report. And for those on the podcast podcast who are listening right now, you don't see the score report. However, the score reports that I have done will be available on CryptoTalkRadio.net. That's another thing I'm working on. So where this is going and why I'm breaking it all down to you, there's a lot, there's a lot going on. There's a lot I've got ideas and things I'm planning and things I've done and things I've just needed to keep track of to the point that i'm going to be creating a trello board i don't know that i'll actually use trello i'm planning to use trello but i might use some different tool but the point is is that i'm going to create a board and this will allow you to see all the different things that are on deck all the different things that were completed all the different things that are in the idea phase all the different things that are in progress at any time you'll be able to go to cryptotalkradio.net and see exactly where's what right now if you go there at the bottom there's a roadmap section And it tells you at a high level some of the things I'm working on. So that's the first stab at me trying to collect it all together. However, there's a lot of information that's not there. That's going to be in the process to get onto the site. So you have the information going on about the podcast and how I'm building and growing and developing it under the CTR brand. I think you're going to be excited when you see that because you're going to want every token out there to want that smoke and you're gonna question why every token out there can't do the same thing because I'm a one man show here. So if I'm able to do what you see, the branding, three different podcasts that all record on a regular routine basis without gap, tons of content on basic cryptonomics, content on YouTube for that same show for Crypto Talk Radio, content on YouTube for the boxing show, Masterpiece. You see all this and you're wondering, well, you should, Why, why is it that one guy can do all this and the site and the board and all these ideas and these tokens just flat out suck at communicating to you at informing you at keeping you in the loop at acting like a business. None of them can do it. Here's the truth. They can, they don't want to because nobody's challenging them to. That's the whole reason I created crypto talk radio in the first place was to try to step up and show the gold standard. The gold standard is what I think I've got going. You can have opinions about the approach, but the point is nobody's killing it like I am as a one man show to get this type of content and this type of presentation and this kind of branding and this kind of information and this much ideation out to the people that follow me. I do it because you deserve that, right? You deserve that quality. You deserve constant improvement and you deserve constant communication where I can provide it. Why would we not expect the same of the tokens where you're giving them money? So you're not giving me money. Even if you chose to give me money as a tip, it's cause you chose to, you're not required to, and I'm not an investment at that point with these tokens, you're investing your money in them and they can't be arsed to give you a board that lets you know what they're working on and why they can't be arsed to really create a brand, a business brand. They can't be arsed to communicate to you about why they're doing things. And they can't be arsed to want the smoke and go on a neutral show and talk about, and answer hard questions and talk about the decisions that they're making. They can't be arsed to do any of that stuff, but they'll take your money and gladly run off and give it to some celebrity that doesn't mean anything. That kind of, that kind of shift in how we do cryptocurrency, it's not the right answer. We, we don't, that's not the right answer at all, I don't think. And I don't think you would agree at all with it I think you agree with me that we should demand better of the cryptocurrencies that we invest in we should want them to show up we should want them to improve we should want them to act like a business in a perfect world that's the motivation for why I wanted to say since I can't get them to want the smoke I'll just simply surpass them and I'll look so darn good doing it At some point, they're going to be embarrassed because one guy is able to do what they can't do. And many of these have like three, four, five, sometimes 10 people working on it and they can't do what I'm doing. The truth is they can. They don't know how. And they're too proud to ask somebody like myself, help them set up structure and build a brand and build messaging and know how to market and know how to promote it and know how to get the word out. And I don't use Telescam. I don't need to. There's no reason to. There are better ways using search engines and other technology. All of this that you're going to see on CryptoTalkRadio.net, I guarantee you, it's going to blow your mind of all the stuff that's been done, some of which you've seen, some of which you've heard, and all the stuff that's on deck and all the stuff that's coming from one man, one guy. Whereas these tokens with multiple people suck and they let your money go to waste. So you're going to get that happening. I promise you, you're going to be mind blown if you take a look at what I've got done now let's go ahead and cover this and this will be something new and I don't mind doing this on a regular basis however I don't get many of these and I would encourage you guys if you have these comments questions suggestions feedback I encourage you to do the same which is go to cryptotalkradio.net fill out the form let us know what you're thinking because we are we are open to that feedback we are a people's podcast as long as you're respectful You will hear that we will acknowledge what you got to say. We read every single one of them. But we got one. And this, I believe, came in today. I'm pretty sure it came in earlier today, like maybe an hour or so ago. Uh, That's what it says, yes. Came from Tim. Says, love your videos. Always enjoy listening to them as your insights on very crypto projects are truly remarkable. I have a question. What are your thoughts on Sphere Finance? Their motto is that they aspire to be the S&P 500 of crypto. Thoughts. And then he has a second part question, but let me go ahead and address Sphere Finance really quick. We actually looked at Sphere Finance earlier this morning uh, when after we had woken up, we got a alert about it and we took a look at it. For those that don't know, Sphere Finance is on the Polygon chain. And I did a coverage a while ago about Magic Internet Money. And this one strikes me as very similar to what they're trying to do with Magic Internet Money or at least try to do it correctly there's a lot of complexity in their model. That's not a bad thing. I think the challenge is that they're they're catering towards a certain subset of the investor pool, not the common. That's primarily why I have not covered it is because a lot of what they're doing gets really, really complex, really down in the weeds. But let me try to summarize the best I can. They have, they're mostly around staking and farming together plus a combination of that and what these other tokens like a liberal titano etc trying to do as far as treasury concepts and 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 that sort of thing so they try to take all this and combine it to where there are multiple streams of funding inbound and then there's multiple staking opportunities collectively trying to minimize risk the reason that they're talking about and there's their tagline that they have is the s p 500 of cryptocurrency the S&P 500 for those that don't know that are not in the United States or not um, visible to it the S&P 500 is an it's an it's an index and what it does is it provides valuation for different projects different company stocks and there's S&P 500 there's Dow Jones and then there's one other one Nasdaq so when you look at these indices it gives you a sense of where the different companies happen to be their vision was You buy this token and have it in your wallet and it gives you access to other projects. The best analog I can give you would be an E-Rate, E-R-E-I-T. I I challenge you to go and search about E-Rates and how they work, but let me quickly describe that because I think it'll help you understand what Sphere Finance, the problem they're trying to solve. In an E-Rate, what you're doing is you have a bunch of money that you put into an account, it's usually like a non-interest yield savings account. And from this money, you can invest in an E-rate and the E-rate then is split usually across multiple real estate projects. So you might be, some of your money might be put towards some new apartment complex in Dubai versus some new corporate building over in San Francisco versus some new, you know, oil rig something down in South Africa or something. So you're, let's say a thousand dollars gets chopped up multiple different ways and then it's sent to these different projects. And what they're doing is they're letting them borrow that money to complete their project with the promise of a return that's negotiated by the administration company. And then the returns are sent back to you. So then it's like a compounding in a way because you have multiple investments but you're only visible the one investment package at the top. That's what they're trying to do with their token is that their single token is getting exposure to all these other tokens that they've chosen in the fund index so them being an s&p 500 cryptocurrency i don't put much faith into the statement only because that's a you're saying something that can't be true like if we're honest the s&p 500 cryptocurrency today truly is coin market cap by definition but if we were to say the e-rate of crypto okay that's very close to what i see them doing Take a look when you get in a moment at E rates and how they work. And I think you'll see parallels in what they're talking about. And this, uh, sphere of finance, it's not a bad investment that I can tell. However, I haven't done too much deep investigation in depth. There's not for me enough to say that it is or isn't a scam. I can tell you that there's a lot of issues with taxes in these projects that hold them back from where they could be. In other words, what I'm saying is that this one has strong potential, but its tax structure may hold it back in the short term based on the way that they did it. People think that it's a copy of Livro, and that may be the case and that's why people are kind of turned away from it versus what they should be. I'm not sure I haven't dug deep into it. I will look deeper into it at some point. Right now, I just said, let me marinate a little bit and then I'll do a coverage on that one. So then the second part of Tim's question was, I'm sure you hear this often. I actually don't, by the way, Tim, but I'm sure you hear this often, but would you consider creating a crypto project of your own? You have extensive knowledge in this field, and I'm sure you would have a lot of supporters for whatever project you create. Thank you, and thank you, Tim, for the questions. But as I said, no, I have not heard a lot of people expressing interest in me creating a token. Actually, quite the reverse. I hear a lot of people saying that, you know, you only have 400 subs on YouTube, deep, 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 and so they see no credibility in what I say. And despite me just reciting what I see on a site, I'm called a liar, even though it's the same thing on the site, and there's a lot of very vociferous defenders of the car salesman, and then I get people who get offended when I call them the car salesman. That's the predominant narrative, are these people that are naysaying for one reason or another. It's either because they are too lazy to go look and verify what I'm saying, or they they don't like that I call him the car salesman because I don't think he deserves to be called by name. Or they're defending a project. They're defending their bag and they don't like to hear critical feedback. They want shillers. And as you've heard me say, everybody, I am not a shiller nor will I ever be a shiller because I don't think that that does anything for you to just shill a project without telling you the pros and the cons. Because I think you need to make your own informed decision and you can't if I'm just overtly positive. Even liberal, you've heard me say, I can't say that it is or isn't a scam and it could pull at some point. I, I've already taken profits, so I don't care. Be careful, don't yellow in. You hear me say these things because I never know. I can look at it as an investor and that's what I am. But I can never know. I can be surprised. I'm pretty good at getting a pulse based on the score, the smoke report, the score that I give it. But beyond that, there's really no way to know. I actually had somebody on YouTube who thinks that, a project that I covered that I think looks pretty good, pretty solid. They think it's a scam and I, I, they gave back with their logic and I don't agree with their methodology. I would have last year, but the things have changed. So no, I have not heard anybody uh, suggest or even recommend that I create a crypto project. I'm not really sure that they would support it. If they would, that's great. Have I thought about it? Yes. As I mentioned earlier, it is something on my radar. However, there's a lot to it. Um, There's a lot of energy, a lot of time and then i have to balance whether or not that makes sense and then the timing timing is critical i'll say this though if i do create a token it absolutely will not be while the current administration is in office in the united states because i already can tell these people don't know what they're doing and they'll do everything they can to harm it and i think there's too much sketchiness while they're still in office we need people in office that support cryptocurrencies growth but they also support people being left alone to do whatever they're going to do. And I know that's controversial because there's been so many scams, especially recently with this Matt Wallace and Brian Legend, a.k.a. car salesman and Dell Rugpull, a.k.a. Dell Crypto and all these people that just cheat people over and over again. And there's no enforcement against them. But we're talking about all these regs and we need to lock this down and we did. I don't know if you heard. And this is part of my news. You know what? I'll cover it now because it ties to this. European Parliament, for those in the UK, European Parliament basically said, "Okay, we need to get our hands around this whole business of cryptocurrency. So we're going to if anybody who's listened to my show for a while heard me say that I believe governments, plural, we're going to go after the exchanges because the exchange is the key way that you can get currency fiat out of your crypto. So your wallet, they're not going to come after your wallet directly because they know they're not that stupid. But the exchange is the only way that you can get fiat out of cryptocurrency in its traditional form. So I said governments are going to go after the exchanges and they're going to put all sorts of regs and rules and treat it like a bank because they know that for you that has a wallet, it's the only way to get fiat out of it. European Parliament just came out and said, you know what, we need to knock this down and we need to put some regs on these exchanges, put some more restrictions so that we can get to the, the decentralized wallets. Just as I said they would do. And that's, that's the reason why one of many reasons why for me, I hesitate creating up a new current cryptocurrency because I'm going to have to fight that. I got to, I can't just think about United States laws and rules. I'm then affected by international laws and rules. I'm affected by international trade law. I'm affected potentially by KYC. If I want to be legit, if you think about orgs, like Safe Moon, who created LLC, Satama created an LLC, and numerous other ones create LLCs at CryptoVault, right? That's, that's doing it by the book. You're, you're making yourself available. You're doing KYC. You're putting yourself out there, and that's good that they do that. But I, I'm, I assure you, the vast majority of these orgs are not considering international rules and laws, and you have to because consider it this way let's hypothetically say I create a cryptocurrency. If I were to do so, I can't, there's nothing I can do technologically to stop someone from Russia acquiring my crypto, right? Let's say they do acquire it. Let's say it spikes, it jumps, and then they sell off so they get major bags and then I'm helping fund what Russia's doing in the war. Guess what? I guarantee you that United States governmental agencies are gonna be looking dead at me. Now, it might not be a big deal because they might simply say, as long as you identify them as this, and as long you know who they are, and that the, you can trace the trail A to B, but I can't trace the trail. It's decentralized for a reason. Could I follow blockchain? Sure. But as we know, tornado cash lets you hide your tracks. So I will lose trail if, they, if I allow them to buy and sell the cryptocurrency, which I'd have no reason not to. I can do blacklist, but blacklist is after the fact. I'd have to know what the wallets are in order to blacklist them. Plus, it's like whack-a-mole. I said this on uh, Titano and many others. You can't just blacklist, blacklist. It's not the solution. There's no clean solution when it comes to something like war or international incidents or whatever, where now you're putting yourself at risk because you could basically cause another country to be enriched where that's not looked upon favorably. That's a thought and I guarantee many of these cryptos don't care, that's fine, but I would care. I would care because I don't know how the current administration would treat it. I suspect that if we had a different administration in office than the current one, it wouldn't be that big of a problem. It's like, you can't control that. And as long as you funnel, as long as they're going through an exchange, we don't really care as much. Well, then it becomes easy, because all I'll say is that you can't sell through, you know pancake swap or spooky swap or whatever I chose for the network. I'll just crank the sell fee to where you can't sell through those. And I force you to go to an exchange to sell and then the compliance is on them. However, that's causing a detriment to everybody else. So now I'm penalizing the 95% just to accommodate the 5%. And I don't know that I really want that smoke. Not to say that I don't want to create a crypto. Simply to explain to you that there's a lot more to it than just saying it. And a lot more to it just doing it, especially now with the current administration, because I'd want to do it right. And that's the important part. I'd want to do it right. I'm not going to just spin it up for no reason. If I'm going to do it, I'm in it for the long haul. I'm in it to enrich for the long haul. I also have to think about all of these amazing tokenomics that I would want in it and how those would all work because I don't currently know how to build that. So I'd have to learn how to do it because even if I delegate to somebody else, you heard me say that you could have a rug pull where it's a perfectly clean project it's just a dev goes rogue and because they had the keys to do so they slipped something in there and then took money out i wouldn't want that either so i have to understand how the code works i have to understand how to do it myself so that when they publish code the dev i can review it and i know what to look for to find those flags before it gets published up to the blockchain that's a process that takes a little bit of time i already know how to create the code i already know how to create the contract i already know how to fund it i already know how to create it on the blockchain i've already done the nuts and bolts of the basics of how to do it i already know how to interpret the code i already know how the vast majority of the functions are most contracts you see they have copies of the same functions the same 80 percent of functions you might remember from the seifu review i said function mint is in the contract The reason it's in the contract is because he just copied it from another contract that had it without catching it. What it should have been is event mint, and event mint means something different versus function mint. Same thing. I would look at it and say, well, there's a function mint. Do I want a function mint? And if I do, what do I need to educate anybody investing in the token? As long as I tell you there's a plan to mint tokens because we want to make it inflationary, and here's why maybe i'm modeling after doge right because doge is still successful it's largely stable it doesn't have the same volatility as every other deflationary coin out there if you look at the coins that are stable they are either inflationary as in dogecoin or they have a fixed amount of tokens that never grows that's constrained but not too constrained so then you look at that and you say all these dog coins that spin up well i don't want to do that and i have another bit after this. I don't want to necessarily do that. I don't want to do excessive inventory. You've heard me talk about that one. I don't want to do excessive taxing. Well, what does that mean for tokenomics? I could go on and on. It would it would take me hours to describe all the different things I think about in building a crypto project and what that would look like and how it would work. In a perfect world, being perfectly candid, what I would want is to have a token dev or devs who came around and they reached out to me and they said, we want to create a cryptocurrency. We want to hire you for your ideas about how we make it work and keep us honest and keep us on track and how do we market it and how do we broadcast it? And we'll just hire you as a consultant and we'll be fully transparent. We'll tell everybody that you're involved and how and what your job and role is and how much we're paying you in full transparency. But we want your knowledge to help us make this succeed. That's what I'd like to have, because that would be easier to do, because they would be thinking about the rest of it. They would be thinking about the mechanics of it. I would really simply be consulting on, here are some ideas about what I think in order to avoid bot attacks, right? Avoid major sell-offs without doing anti-whale, because anti-whale never works. You look at all these tokens, anti-whale never works. Look at green chart. The first green chart, it was pretty good. They figured out how to get around it. They, they gave it to the duck face girl. They relaunched it as a new green chart. That chart hasn't been green since they launched it. Anti-whale doesn't work, at least the, what we know of as anti-whale. So I have tons of ideas that I know would work because it's just rethinking what we call, quote, anti-whale to resolve it. So I'll put that out there. If anybody has those projects or those people where they've thought about spinning up a crypto project and they would like to have somebody as a consultant I make myself available that as a service and we can negotiate a good fee. I'm not going to rip you off because I would want to be an investor and I'd want it to succeed and I'm not going to dump it because I want to see that it succeeds. So if you have those, feel free to spread the word that consultative is what I do. It's actually my side business. My primary side business is consulting. Technology consulting, business consulting, financial consulting, consulting of any kind. I was an auditor in a past life as well. I can help. That's what I want to do. That's my, that's my passion is to help success. Doing it myself is a lot more challenging. Do I, Would I be up to the challenge? Sure. Would I want to do it with the current administration? Eh, not sure. Now you're talking about November-ish when we get the blowout and then we'll look at it again. So hopefully that answered the question long winded formed Tim. I wanted to make sure I was thorough, but I also wanted to talk through, cause it's a good subject to bring up about why, when I say tokens don't want the smoke and why I'm always inviting them on the show, it's because yes, I do believe I have a lot of knowledge, but my knowledge is simply based on common sense to me. It's like, I see these are common sense things. So why don't the tokens reach out? Let's create a consulting agreement or just have you come on the show so I can hit you with hard questions about why you don't do these things. If you don't do them because you didn't know that you could, let's create a consulting agreement. Let me help you. And then let's try some things and let's do it at low cost. You don't need to pay this guy over here, $15,000 to show your project, knowing that that person is the one who tanked that other project. Why would you do that? That just makes you look bad. And we're seeing now that tokens are struggling to succeed. Which brings me to my updates around tokens and I'll go ahead and transition into that. So thank you, Tim. Volt Inu. If you're in Volt you should be aware, hopefully you're aware. If you're not, this is your awareness check. Volt in the beginning, first week of April, so effective tomorrow starting going on. And I believe it's gonna be Monday after, but it may very well be tomorrow starting on. They're doing a migration. You've heard me say I don't like tokens that have to do a migration. Volt is the one exception if they do it right but they're the one exception there's a couple of reasons they're doing it but the main reason they called out is to position themselves to get on centralized exchanges if you heard my i did this a long time ago but i briefly covered Volt ENU. and i said that their supply is way too dang high and all these sextillions of tokens are way too dang high Volt ENU, with the migration there's going to be a v2 Apparently there's gonna be some dashboard or something and you click a thing and it's gonna say, and it's gonna pull the tokens through your wallets, what they're describing. So that hasn't been released yet that I can see, but you're gonna to wanna to follow social media or possibly you may have to go to their telescam. If you bought into Volting, You be aware, it is gonna be doing a migration here next week. Uh, after today, the first week of April is what they said. So there are some calls to action for you. It's not just airdrop, you gotta actually claim these for the V2. Understand that they're changing the inventory. They're dropping nine zeros off the inventory. I know a lot of people are not going to be happy about that because the psychological of, you know, millions and millions and billions and billions and and trillions and trillions. I did the math. This one won't be as bad. It won't be as bad because it just too, like you can spend five, $10 and get quadrillions of tokens. Like that's too much. It's too much. With the new, that same five, $10 gets you down to like millions sometimes tens of millions or something that's not so bad they just had too much inventory so i'm actually happy that they're crunching the inventory down for them because they already had too much where i saw it as a problem is if you only had like one quadrillion and then you go down to like billions that's like too much but here they these guys are starting from sextillions of freaking tokens and they're going down to i believe it's like quadrillions or possibly trillions or something that's fine that's fine so, I, I personally think it's okay. I said if they do it right, they have to keep the reflections. They're going to keep the burn mechanic. They're changing some of the tax structure. They're changing some of the burn mechanic itself, but they got to keep the reflections because that's what killed Paratoken. In addition to a, they constrain the inventory too dang much, but they kill the reflections. Same with Kiba, they kill the reflections. Same with Floki, kill the reflections. I don't agree with killing the reflections. They don't need to, there's no reason. Satama just got on OKX. OKX is one of the top exchanges by volume. Satama still has reflections. It didn't matter. You don't need to get rid of reflections. You just need to educate people that if you leave your tokens in that exchange, you're not going to get reflections. That person can simply buy the token and send it to their wallet and get the reflections. There's no reason to kill it for everybody else. That was always only my heartburn. So if Volt Inu keeps the reflections, I think it's a very good thing for them to have migrated I don't like that. They, I think they should have used Evermigrate, which is a tool from ever Rise because that was a very slick process for ETH fan token. Sounds like they're not going to do that, but I think you're in good hands. It seems like a good community. If you're in that token, be aware, there will be a call to action that you will need to claim those and be aware that the number of tokens you claim in return will be significantly smaller than what you had uh, in the V1. However, the value of those tokens will not change. Now, I'm gonna spin this over now because it's opportune, two pair token, which I haven't covered in a while because I sold them all. We had an issue earlier and it was brought to my attention off to the side. I'll mention it here and if you're interested in this, I will steer you to our YouTube channel, which you can get to from CryptoTalkRadio.net, scroll down to the different sources, click on YouTube and I put a video up about this issue if you're interested and I would greatly appreciate it from mine. What happened was that some service members, so service members for those international, I'm referring to people in our military, there was a couple and they were Marines and they were scammed, an NFT scam, and they lost a lot of money. And those who don't know the military, the military doesn't make a lot of money at the basic levels. So your, your basic BT, what they call, like you're, you're just enrolled and you're in basic training, you don't make half nothing. I think it was like 20,000 a year when I last looked at it. And then they've got levels and in certain, I think all branches kind of copy the same scheme. It's like E1, E2, E3 for enlist one, two, three, and it goes up a certain level. And then 0 O2 is like officer. And when you get, I think you had to go like E7 or something before you made what I would consider livable wages. I'm talking what I would consider it. I'm not talking 30,000 a year. I don't think 30,000 is livable in my opinion. So when you're in it, depending on how long you're in it, you kind of have to be there for like decades to really make good money, in my opinion. So they're struggling with having to serve their country and then they're having to make ends meet with money. Now there's a lot of discounts they get, and that's true. And there's a lot of benefits they get, that's true. However, it doesn't negate everybody has to have cash, right? So what happened is this couple, they were scammed with this NFT scam lost a lot of money, crap ton of money. And if you heard my rant about Paratoken, I was very upset about this issue, not because, you know, I've never served in the military, but all my friends, not all of them, but the vast majority of my friends went into some branch. Uh, one of my closest friends, he went into the army, uh, a person who was like a, he's like a younger brother to me. He went into the Navy. My dad was in the Navy. Of course, my mom was like a Navy wife. As a result, uh, I had a friend that I met through another friend this friend went into the Marines, that other friend went is, I'm pretty sure he's still in the National Guard. That person's sister's in the, in the Marines. And then uh, this other friend's wife went into the Marines with him and they got married. So I'm, I was surrounded by it. And I heard the stories, I heard the talk. I actually considered enrolling because I was at that point not able to get a job. I was young, figured, okay, if I can't get a full-time job, I'll go. I was fortunate to get full-time jobs. But I, I, I did research, I knew what I was up against. I knew the money was terrible. So when I saw that these this couple lost a lot of money, it really bothered me because if you heard my rant about ParaToken, I said there was so much they could be doing other than focusing on terrible dog NFTs that nobody cares about because their messaging could be helping these people, servicemen and women, people that really need their help, not just from a financial aspect, but from an education aspect to go boots to the ground and go to different stations and go to different barracks and go to different, go around and find them because you're one of them. Simplify and say, we're here and we're here to, because a lot of them, because of the low amount of money they make, might try to jump into a cryptocurrency and you know how risky it is. You know how easy it is to lose money. It's a wild west, it's unregulated, largely. So they need help and guidance in order to do it right. And they need help and guidance in order to get in safely and to watch out for some of these things. But also when you have situations like this where it seems like you do everything correct and then there's still an NFT scam, which could happen to anybody. Some way to help those people financially get back on their feet so they're not completely out, like taking food from their kids' mouths and that kind of stuff. Figuring out some way that we can, as a community, because if we say that we're a community, we should want to do that. I felt that Paratoken, that could have been their model. That could have been, if you heard me on Crypto Vault, solving a real world problem. That could have been Paratoken's way to solve a real world problem is to say, we're going to go around to all of these bases. We're going to find these people. We're going to educate them about this cryptocurrency thing. If they thought about getting into it, great. We're going to educate them on how to do it right. If they've Now, if they haven't, we're going to educate them on how to do it right. We're going to help them with some tokens to get them started. We're going to watch them as they invest. We're going to educate them on the way up. If they get scammed, we're going to create facilities for them to recoup some of what they lost. Like they could have turned that into something massive. And if you think about how many people serve in the various branches of military worldwide, they could have made a huge impact in people's lives. I'm talking a real impact, not dog nfts like i want to make sure people understand i don't have a problem with nfts in general i have a problem with priorities i think priorities should be solving real world problems and theirs was so obvious you're dealing with devs who were all military or ex-military that means you speak the language you understand you went through it that means you can talk to them talk to all the people around the world who serve their countries and Send that message of we're here and we are a service for you and create these tiers of service. We have educational services available for you. They started that way and then they derailed and I don't know why. Creating financial assistance services. If you get scammed, we can detect it. We can help you. Anybody that listened to my show for a long time that remembers the Dior token episode, rug pullers is one of the tokens in that eco structure. That's what they did. They were trying to find these rug pull situations and try to help people. Paratoka could have done that for our servicemen and women because they don't have any other service to help them. So much opportunity wasted. So when this was brought to my attention, I shared on YouTube. Hey, I, I really appreciate it. If you would help these folks out, if for no other reason, then it's the right thing to do and you don't have to put a lot in. You're not forced to put in. But if you want to help because you resonate with what I'm describing, which is we're talking people that serve the country and they got scammed and nobody wanted that. And unfortunately the one crypto project I saw that had the strongest potential to help them failed them in my opinion, because they don't have another Avenue. I said, I will use my platform and I will send the message out and hopefully people will chime in. So if you are interested based on what I described, Feel free, check out CryptoTalkRadio.net. Scroll down, click on YouTube. That's the YouTube and I take snippets usually of the podcast show and I put them there. Sometimes there's dedicated information there. Go to YouTube, it's the most recent video posted. Talks about the military situation. Check on that one. It gives you a little bit summary of what I just talked about and then in the comments, I pinned the comment that gives contact to get to where you can see the tweets about the situation including a wallet address for Ethereum. And anything a little bit can help. And as I said, now, here's the key. I said in the video, I only have 400 some odd subscribers on YouTube because I don't show followers. Everybody else says, click the like, subscribe, follow the, the, I don't do that. I I believe my content should be good enough that they organically do it. However, I know I have a lot more people listening on the podcast. So I'm hopeful that my message and influence for whatever it's worth is enough to have inspired you to consider potentially taking a look, and if nothing else, spread the word. So maybe you're not able to contribute or you don't wanna contribute. If nothing else, spread the word, take that video, YouTube video, and share it out to anything you have, because somebody else might want to uh, help contribute to these folks. And I'm not asking you to, I'm not requiring you to, I'm saying if you want to. It's there, $10, toss in, call it done, and see what we can do to help these people out. So that's available on the YouTube channel. Check out that video and see if it makes sense for you. Let me go ahead and wrap up with a couple more bits and bobs as we get close to this move. I'm, I'm excited, but I'm, I'm not nervous, but I'm excited, but I'm also a bit disappointed in the service for the subscription, getting that working, but just a couple bits and bobs and then we'll wrap up. There's a couple other changes I'm considering have not committed to, but I'm considering. One of those potentially is moving back to the older format for the show. Those that have listened to me for the longest time remember there was a point in time when I was putting up snippet episodes. So I was putting up episodes that were like 15 minutes, 20 minutes, but I was putting a lot of them up. If you're one of those, and I might even do like a poll and see if people access it, but right now I'll just do it as a request because that'll test if you listen to the whole episode too. If you're one of the ones that preferred the shorter snippet episodes, the 15, 20 minutes in and out, let me know at CryptoTalkRadio.net, please. Just submit the form and just let me know. Yes, I prefer the shorter episodes or no, I like the longer episodes. I tried to do the shorter episodes primarily in respect of your time. However, there's so much to talk about. That means I'm recording constantly and I wanted to streamline that a bit, consolidate the updates into two episodes per week because my thought was, If You can't miss somebody unless they go away, right? So I was trying to not inundate you with information and you might have other podcasts you listen to. There's only so much time through the day. So if you prefer the snippet episodes, let me know. I will tell you that the YouTube episodes are a lot shorter. So if the shorter is preferred, you might consider also subscribing on YouTube for that. They're also more targeted. They talk about the tokens directly. So if you didn't know that's there, check that out as well. That may help lay that uh, for you final update this is not confirmed this is not even planned this is something i thought about doing at some point one of my visions, and this will be after i move wherever i move one of my visions is to get on broadcast radio and you're wondering well what do you mean anybody can get on broadcast radio it just takes the hardware to do it the antenna and other bits and bulbs and then a license to broadcast it's not that hard to do or you have to pay some shady people a bunch of money to get on their radio station. I figured, okay, what if I just spin up my own radio station and do it that way? So that's something I'm considering, strongly considering doing because I feel like I want to broaden the reach. And people think that radio's dead. It's not dead. Whenever people are in the car, they're either going through Sirius XM if it's in their car. If they used up their Sirius XM trial, they're turning on FM radio. There are still people listening to AM radio. So radio is still a thing. It's always going to be a thing. The downside with radio is ads. That's what people don't like. Well, I don't have that problem today, but I think it would broaden the reach. I think it would broaden the spectrum and open doors potentially for the show because I want to create more eyes on the product, on the brand, and get to the point where it truly grows in my vision to where I think it should be. So I gotta investigate it after I move. I've already done the cost analysis. I think I can make it work pretty easy and it would be pretty cool, you know, that you can tell friends, yep, turn your radio to, you know, 86 point whatever and hear somebody talking on the radio live or even pre-recorded. I can do it either way. So I thought about doing something like that and just create channels and this would be off of all of our different podcasts. So the channel itself would just be for CTR just like NPR, right? So that's on deck. It's like one of those lofty ideas. Just to give you a sense of how my vision's working, I am very lofty and I see potential in this and I wanna run with it because I'm already in it and I don't like my other job because all these companies are not trying to sign a deal like I think they should. Fine, I'll just take control and give my listeners quality content because I think I'm good at it and I'm constantly getting better. I'm certainly getting better at time, like a fine line that's all i got for you today on basic cryptonomics crypto talk radio we're going to now complete our move remember april 5th is our first episode in april and it will be on the new hosting platform transparent to you if you are subscribed on substack i will work as hard as i can to make sure you continue to get the emails you should not have to take any action if i can get everything working i'm waiting to hear back from them And I will create the FAQ that will instruct you on how to build the alerts into your browser for all new episodes. That way, if you're already on the computer anyway, it'll just pop up and tell you there's a new episode available. So you have that outlet as well. I commit to each and every one of you, no matter what, I'm going to take care of you because these three are now kind of my babies. I want to nurture each and every one of them. And I think I've got the right blend. I also have certain people that are coming in and they're going to assist me with some suggestions on how to take it to that next level. It's an exciting time. If I weren't dealing with states that don't want my business, I would have already been much further than I am, but I remain optimistic that I'll be able to continue doing what I'm doing and get even better over time and that all this will pass and that 2022 will start to improve what the current administration has damaged in people. We've damaged a lot, of, a lot of people's lives. We've harmed a lot of people. I'm no different. I've been harmed by the current administration. The moment the guy went in office, everything was terrible. And I'm hopeful that 2022 will yield better results. So we'll see how that goes. In the meantime, take care. Keep an eye and an ear out for any updates from me on the Substack folks, any updates from me through that engine. And you'll see the new email template when that's all ready to go. But Tuesday is when you're going to hear coming from the new episode. Uh, new episode coming to the new platform rather. Tuesday's the day. Mark it down. If you have any comments, questions, suggestions, please send them. Cryptotalkradio.net. I do read them. I do acknowledge them and I will respond to them. Sometimes on the show. Sometimes via email directly or sometimes both. I'll even respond to Tim here and I'll send him an email thanking him for his question. Until I get back to you guys next week, take care. Stay safe with the cryptocurrency. Hopefully this will all pass and get better. We all can be enriched, not just financially, but emotionally too.